Welcome to episode 21 of the Adventuring for Mere Mortals podcast. I'm Kyle, joined by co-host Trevor, and this month we sit down with Executive Director of the Dream Team, Jeffrey Van Genderen, and 2023 team member Inez Chavez to hear about their experiences at RAGBRAI. All right, so welcome to another episode, and this episode we have Jeffrey Van Genderen, and Inez Chavez from the Dream Team of Des Moines. Uh, we uh, ran into these folks while we did RAGBRAI in July. And uh, first we were kind of curious. We're like, what, what's going on with these with these kids that all have the same jersey? They look like they're having a blast out here doing RAGBRAI. Looked into it some more. And we're like, yeah, we got to get them on. So, yeah, Jeff is the executive director of the Dream Team. And Inez yeah. is one of their team members who just finished her first season on the team, on the team. So uh, that's you guys will do a much better job of explaining yourself and g- giving a little bit of an intro than us. So how about we start with you, Inez? Um, my name is Inez and I'm 13 years old. Um, when I first started Dream Team, I was 12, so I kind of just turned 13. And then I also have my older brother, Aaron, who's on the team as well, and my older sister, Kimmy, who is also on the team. Awesome. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, hey, uh, Trevor and Kyle. Thanks for having the Dream Team on here. Uh, Inez and I are excited about it. Um, Really excited what uh, you guys are doing about promoting the outdoors and everything. So, yeah, I'm the director of Dream Team. Been doing that. This is my. This is going to be the start of my second year. Uh, I've been a mentor, a writing mentor with the team for five years, and then my very first year on Dream Team, I was actually a support mentor. And the support mentor, uh, just a little background: on what a support mentor is is it's. They, they provide all the food. Dream Team runs on food. So at all our turnarounds <laughs> and everything, uh, they're there. Uh, we look for our big red truck. And once we reach that, we know we're going to get a good snack and something to drink. And oh, away we go. So been with Dream Team now six years. And it's been life changing. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, before we get into all the multitude of questions that we have sure. for y'all about dream team we'll do a l- little bit of it like a catch-up because kyle and i we don't live in the same place and we don't get to hang out as much as we'd like but uh yeah we'll see what we've all been up to and then we'll kick it to y'all to see what y'all been up to so kyle what have you been up to man well aside from completing ragbri i built a camper van my grandmother passed away in uh february and i got her dodge grand caravan and I went and I converted it into a very simple camper van. So, of course, after you complete the camper van build, you have to take it out on, you know, a road trip. So this past weekend, uh, I went and uh, did a tour of some Pennsylvania state parks. So World's End, 
um, Susquehanna River, uh, Bald Eagle State Park, Whipple, Whipple Dam State Park, and Greenwood Furnace. Um, so still haven't overnighted in the van. Uh, did a road trip. Wanted to make sure that uh, everything rode well, nothing fell apart. Uh, but actually next weekend will be its inaugural camping trip. So oh, doing a lot of, lots of little odds and ends on it, uh, making uh, bug nets, uh, the reflector type stuff. Um, but overall, I did the whole build um, for right around 350 bucks for materials, the paint, and everything aside from the mattress. So, nice. Pretty proud of awesome. that. What about you, Trev? Um, I think after Ragbri, I was home for like maybe 24 hours before I had to leave for work again. So I was gone for two weeks for work, um, came back, and I just got back a day or two ago. I, I was lucky enough to go up to Banff, Alberta, went hiking with some friends up there for a long weekend. And thanks for my wife. Thanks to my wife for letting me go while she watched the kids. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it was a little smoky from some of the wildfires up in Canada, but we got at least a day and a half of like clear skies. So it's a great place. Definitely want to go back, but all right. So on to our guest, Jeff, what have you been up to? Well, outside of dream team, uh, we just moved into a new house. Um, it's not new, new it's, it's an older house, but it's in the woods. We got a lot of trees around there. We wanted to kind of get back out into the country a little bit more. So did that in March and had, uh, for Easter, we had the family over and we actually had a bonfire for Easter and we did s'mores for Easter. That's going to become a new tradition. Nice. Uh, that was, that was really cool doing that. Working on planting a wildflower, wildflower garden. Um, really love the native Iowa flowers, the cone flowers, the black eyed Susan, some of the sweet pollen that, uh, that they, uh, have and all the pollinators so that's what i've been up to trying to get that place ship shape oh i i hear you with the pollinators like i buy way too many plants at the beginning of the year and try to stick them all over my property <laughs> but yeah. i hear you on that I, I was i was out watering them uh, the other day and found out that we have hummingbirds. I didn't know we had hummingbirds because oh, I was nice. watering all of a sudden, all of a sudden this bird just kind of started buzzing around and it was, <laughs> it's hot in Iowa right now. And oh, it really wanted a bass. So now we got a bird, fe- <laughs> uh, a hummingbird feeder out there and we got some hummingbirds flying around and the bird bath and they're just having a good time. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. Inez, what are you up to? Um, after Ragbri. I was trying to enjoy the rest of my summer because today I had the first day of school. Uh. So <laughs> we went to the fair and then we went to Adventurelands and it was really fun. Oh, cool. What grade are you going into, you know? Eighth. Eighth. Oh, that's an exciting year. I remember yeah. eighth grade. That was a long time ago for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but well. Well, good luck in this year's this year your eighth grade year of school, and I think with that, I think we should get into our main topic. So, some of our listeners, maybe most of our listeners, may not know what the Dream Team is. So, Jeff, how about you just give us a rundown, like what it is, what y'all do, so everybody's sure. up to speed. Sure. Yeah, uh, the Dream Team. Um, it's a five month mentoring program um, that we use uh, bicycles to inspire youth. 
it's been around um, we're starting our 27th season. So it's been around a while. It was started by a uh, former Ragbri director, Jim Green, uh, Greeny, he's known as, and wanted to um, give youth the opportunity to experience Ragbri that may not get that opportunity. So that's kind of how it started. Um, it's kind of morphed into a little bit more of, like I said, we use a bicycle to inspire youth. So it's kind of a mentorship program where Ragbri is is the goal. You know, we work hard through the season. We set that goal and work hard, and then uh, we get to go on Ragbri. So we have 40 to 50 young adults uh, that are part of our team. Uh, they're teenagers aged, uh, like Inez said, 13, can, can be 12, but have to be 13 time they, time they start uh, Ragbri up through uh, 18 years old. Um, and they come to us with a uh, professional referral, whether that's through a therapist or a school counselor or a JCO, a, judge, a judicial uh, court officer. Um, so that's the youth that we serve and that we reach. And we just we provide a family. And that's what happens uh, throughout that five month. We just become a family. And then to run this, it takes about one to one volunteers. So if we got 40 or 50 youth, we got about 40, 50 adults that love kids, like to ride bikes that will come alongside us and a mentor all the youth. So that's kind of a dream team at a high level. No, that's really cool. So we've heard like Jeff's official summary of what the dream team is. Inez, what does the dream team mean to you? What the dream team means to me, it means a lot to me, but mostly because it's helped me uh, do better with like my mental health and my physical health. Um, because I didn't do any sports before dream team or before mm-hmm. RAGBRAI. Um, but I always knew my brother did. And um, I just wanted to be more physical. So Dream Team helped me a lot with that. So it's like a second family to me. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. no. So were you nervous when you started Dream Team, you know? Very. I was, I was nervous <laughs> because since I didn't do as much physical like things as my brother or any sports, I was like, I'm not going to make it to Ragbri. I wanted to, but I didn't think I was going to be able to. But I met my goal and I was able to complete it. Yeah, you crushed it. Yeah, and and it was a hard rag ride this year, so yeah. it's something to be extra proud of. Um, yeah. Agreed. For our listeners, um, you can you can actually hear it in Inez's voice, but I don't think that she has stopped smiling uh, <laughs> since she came on screen. And from you know chatting with Jeff a little bit beforehand, I don't think that she stopped smiling, or from the sounds of it, she she didn't stop smiling from you know day one when she started training. So, no. <laughs> Inez always brightens up the room. Uh, she has a smile no matter what we're doing. Um, I remember one of the rides, we was coming back from a camp out, and we was actually uh, racing another mentor, uh, Scott Matter, and his group, and we want to be the first one back to our home base. <laughs> and and Inez is looking at me like, and we're going, let's go, let's go, let's beat him, let's beat him. And he, she's just smiling, and pretty soon – it's like, all right, Inez, I've had enough of this. She's like, no, 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 we got to win. We got to win. And sure enough, we, we got it. And that smile has just continued on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like, 
it is great. You were able to smile through this year's rag rag. <laughs> like we, we talked about an episode that just came out with our group that we all did it with. There was a lot of challenges this year. the miles, the hills, and number one for us at least was the heat. It was just so, so hot. Like so I guess, yeah, how did y'all handle all of those challenges just overall? I'll go you know. I mean, uh yeah, Rag Bright was hot. It was long. It was hilly. Talked to uh, several other writers that have completed many more rag brides than I have. I've I've, been, I've completed five, um, and they said this is probably one of the worst ones they've ever done. And but our team they they worked hard. Uh, we smiled a lot, like Inez is doing right now. Yeah. Uh, and and we, we we do a lot of training pre pre rag bride. We got like I said five months of training, so we were ready for it. And we enjoyed we enjoyed the ride, we enjoyed ride bride. It, it, but but it was it was it was a physical and a mental challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what did your guys' training look like? I know that you guys, um, if I recall correctly, you start out indoors, you know, because of the Iowa yeah. winter, and then yeah. eventually progress outdoors. So. Yep. So uh, we start we start in March. Uh, we start with indoor training, and that's a lot of um, walking around, running around a track, doing some weightlifting, getting familiar with a stationary bike. Some of our youth have never been on a bike before. Uh, but the main goal of our indoor training is start to develop some sort of relationship, you know, try to find out who our new youth are or our youth are and how how they're getting along in life and school and what what they enjoy. But then April rolls around and we move outside and through April and July, we're, we're on a bike and we will travel a thousand to 1500 miles before we hit rag bride. So we do, we do, we do a lot of riding. Uh, We do a lot of hills that are named. So once you get a hill that's got a name to it, you know, it's a bad hill. (laughs) What, What was one of the hills that you didn't like doing? Sleepy Hollow and Soccer Sleepy. Mom. <laughs> yeah, Sleepy Hollow and Soccer Soccer Mom Hill. Those are two of our main hills that we work on. Uh, but it prepares us for Ragbri. We also take the youth on um, three campouts because some of our youth have never uh, camped before. So we camp the week of Ragbri. So we train them. We, we ride yeah. on a Saturday. We do 40 to 50 miles. We roll in a camp. We have to set up a tent. So we teach each other how to set up a tent. And then we have some fun activities. And then next morning we have to pack up our tent, usually at six o'clock in the morning. And Inez is smiling. <laughs> what's what's the wake up call? Wake me up before you go. Wake me up before <laughs> we go. That's right. we music. With the cowbell. With a cowbell. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We use a cowbell to wake everybody up. I think there's people on Ragbri that didn't like Tenton uh, and uh, our team because at five o'clock in the morning, they heard a cowbell going, Good morning, Dream Team. But that's all right. That's all right. So, yeah, we have three campouts and they're fun, they do a lot of fun activities. I think the one of the favorite ones this year was Newton. 
we actually had a little pond that we could do some kayaking on and some swimming in and we had some fishing activities. So kind of introduce them to a lot of outdoor stuff as well. And anything that kind of circles around bicycle uh, development and all that good stuff, uh, we, we tried to incorporate into our training program. That's awesome. So Inez, had you ever been camping before? No, it was my first time at our first camp out. So I was kind of confused on what to do, but I definitely got the hope I needed. So now I think I've got the hang of it. Nice. You gonna you want to go camping more, or, or was the week long rag bright in the heat enough? Maybe, but I have a feeling we'd do it in a camper instead. But I'd probably be the single one having a tent outside the camper, actually enjoying the nature. Nice. So I never asked you, Inez. The Newton camp out, we had like rain from 10 o'clock at night until five o'clock in the morning. It just rained and rained and rained. Was that worse or was camping on Ragbri in the heat worse? Probably the heat on Ragbri because the rain, I didn't notice it because of all the dew that we've had for all our camp outs. So. <laughs> Yeah, we found out on the Newton one that we had some tents that leaked. So we had a waterproof some tents. <laughs> That's always fun when you wake up and there's water inside your tent. Yep, you're, so you're yeah. floating in a lake. There you <laughs> go. Your tent. Yeah. So, so you guys had a pretty big group this year. How, how many did you end up having? I, I know that you guys, at le- you passed me at least three or four times. Yeah, so we ended up uh, taking 34 youth. Uh, on Ragbri and that many mentors. So we had a team of about 68, 70 uh, people going on Ragbri. So we had a big team. We, with our flags, everybody saw us coming. And, <laughs> and, and it was, it was, it was, it was fun having that many people on Ragbri because when you got into towns and, and, and got to some of the activities like the slip and slides and all that, there was a, group of us there and I can remember one town we did a slip and slide and there was like 20 uh dream teamers there and we kind of took over the entire activity and, <laughs> and it was it was fun watching our youth uh sliding down the slides and just bonding and letting loose and just just having a good time so it was it was it was a good time having that many youth uh along it it prevent, it, it it has some challenges uh, we have to transport a lot of tents, a lot of bikes. Um, there's a lot of logistics behind the scenes to to take that big of team on Ragbri. But at the end, it was very rewarding. We got a really good uh, support staff that that just kind of made everything go smoothly for us. That's great. So yeah. you you mentioned the slip and slides and all that. So was that your most memorable moment, Inez, or was there something else? No, because I'm actually afraid of slides. So I actually didn't go on any. Um, (laughs) My most memorable moment was probably when we were, it was our first day on Ragbri and it was our meeting town. And there was this foam and it was so fun. We took so many pictures and then we were just taking pictures and just playing in it like we were little kids. So <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. That's cool. 
Jeff, what was your most memorable moment this year? Yeah, I was thinking the foam, you know, wasn't that by the ice dunk tank? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you did you get an ice dunk tank? Nope. Oh, I did. <laughs> and that was so much fun, the ice dunk tank. So they had they had this dunk tank and they they fill it full of ice. And before I got in there, it's like, oh, we need more ice. So they brought in like five or six 20 pound bags and dumped it in. And I'm going, what? So I'm sitting here waiting for someone to throw the softball at the little target and my feet are dangling in the water and they're turning blue because the water was so cold. And once they hit that, once they hit that target and you fell in, it woke you up, but it sure felt good as hot as it was. That, oh, yeah. that was fun. And then the storm that rolled through Coralville that night, that, that was kind of the most memorable night. We came together as a team because we had to all of a sudden we, we had a storm shelter. Uh, it was a, the Coralville li- library we were kind of prepared for this because we'd started talking to them saying, Hey, if something happens, could we potentially uh, move in your basement? And uh, they said, yes. So we packed everything up in about an hour. We moved down to the basement of the library. We uh, had a uh, food catered in and we just had a great time sleeping in the library. It was like a big slumber party. We had <laughs> boys in one room, girls in another room, overflow mentors in another room. And it's probably the best night of sleep I had because it was air conditioning and I still had my I still had my mattress I was sleeping on. So it was it was a great night. So that was that was that was was an awesome time. Was that fun? Yeah. 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 Another most memorable moment of mine was when I got heat exhaustion on Mm. Ragbright on that day. But I had all the help I could I could get, and thankfully, my mom let me complete Ragbri. So I'm very happy that she let me do that. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that day was no joke. It was so so hot that day. Yeah. It, yes, it was hot. It was hot, and we had we had a couple scary moments. We did have one youth uh, suffer from heat exhaustion, and and she ended up having to go home, uh, unfortunately. Um, and then Inez, we had a little issue with her and then another another young man. But we had a good support staff, the mentors. Our mentors, it's, it's hard to train for, but yet we're trained to watch for, you know, the heat exhaustion, if the youth aren't acting right. I mean, we've just ridden with them for five months, so we kind of know their riding habits and and everything and we start seeing how they might start bonking just a little bit and mm-hmm. to get them in shade get them some water get them the air conditioning after that and away we go and yeah you know and that other young gentleman he was able to complete ragbri and it's it's a memory it's yeah. it's i mean it, it's it's what dream team was uh it was a challenging day but through that challenging day, we knew all of our, we relied on our training and everything. We relied on the people around us. And that's why um, Trevor and Kyle will use a bike. You know, people might think it's weird that Dream Team is a mentorship program around a bicycle. Well, a bicycle, if you, if you think of a bike, you can't go from point A to point B without doing the work yourself. But also, 
going from point A to point B, there may be some challenging times where you need some positive people, positive role models around you. So that's where your family, your dream team family comes in and helps you get there. So that's, you know, that's kind of why we use that bicycle to, to kind of help overcome goals and everything. So Inez just relied on her training. She relied on the self-confidence that she developed over those five months and goes, you know, I started to suffer a little bit from heat exhaustion. I rested. I took some drinks. My mom said, I'm okay. You know what? I'm going to finish my goal. I'm going to finish this challenge and I'm going to conquer Ragbri. Um, she doesn't know this, but I just looked it up before this interview and I'm, I'm a little jealous. She ended up with 2,078 miles for the season. Wow. Wow. As a third, 2,078 miles. She beat me by 30 miles. I had 2,048. <laughs> I cannot go back in time to write more. <laughs> so, yeah, she ended up with 2,000. That's a lot of time on the saddle yeah. for a 13 year old. And I know I could have done that when I was 13. No, so that's impressive. For sure. Yeah, that's and a lot of training was, for anyone. That's yeah. so much. She was one of, I think we ended up with just about 15 of our youth had over 2,000 miles uh, for the year. All of them was over 1,000 miles. So uh, we had a lot of training miles, and they did a great job this year. Yeah. yeah. And kudos to you, uh, Inez, for finishing out the day. That that day, ooh, it was hot. I uh, riding into town that last big hill. I I rode up that, and then I came down, and then uh, they sent us the camping, you know, where we were going to be camping, and it was a few miles north out of town because we had a, a camper for our support group, and I started riding up that hill as I was going out of town. And I said, nope. And I rode off to the side of the road. I rode up a little hill. And I it was in the shade. And I just sat down on the side of the road. And I said, you guys can come pick me up. because." <laughs> <laughs> and I am so glad that they did. Because the entire way out there um, was was uphill. Yeah. So. <laughs> hill after hill after hill after hill. It so, yeah, was brutal that day. So I'm glad that you're okay. Um, but I feel your pain that, oof, I didn't know if I was going to make it that day. Yeah, it was really hot. <laughs> Another thing is also over training and rag bright. I never walked a hill. What? Now that is awesome. Wow. Now, Dream Kyle's team doesn't walk, do we? Yup. We don't walk up our hills. We eat them for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I like that <laughs> mantra. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, um, our youth through all the training, we get to ride, Brian. They they start riding the hills, and they see these people walk, and they're going, "What is going on? Aren't we supposed <laughs> to be riding our bikes up? Come on, let's go!" And away we go. So it makes it makes all the hard work because ride, Brian is fun. Uh, that's mm -hmm. our that's our celebration. We enjoy that training. Yeah, Inez said Sleepy Hollow Hill. Uh, that's that's probably one of the meanest and baddest hills in central Iowa. And when we first hit that, our training season, there's not very many smiles 
uh, coming up to it, going through it, or at the top of it, and then they know they're going to be doing it the next day, and <laughs> they're not very happy. So, uh, but it's but it's what we got to do. It, it trained us for Ragbri, didn't it, Inez? Yeah. All our hills have changed us for Ragbri, and I'm very thankful for that because I don't think I would have survived Ragbri without our training. So. <laughs> Now, like in my head, I was comparing your guys' training or your group's training to like the training that most of our group did. And you guys blew us out of the water, like by so, so much. Like, Inez, you probably had double the miles that I had in the saddle going in easily. So, uh, like, kudos to y'all's dedication and, yeah, just go getativeness to use a nonsensical word. But. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think something really important that we should talk about is the mentorship part of your program. So before we get into that, we usually ask people like how they were introduced to the outdoors because it's kind of become a a reoccurring theme that most people that do any type of outdoor activities, they didn't just wake up one day and said, I'm going to go do this thing. And they just walk out into the woods and go hiking. Usually somebody introduced them to it. So yeah, we'll kind of start with how were both of you introduced to the outdoors and, or just cycling if we want to do cycling. And then we can kind of talk more about the mentorship. So who wants to go first? How about, how about you and us? Okay. So my older brother, Aaron, he joined dream team uh, during COVID. So he, didn't get to do rag right but his second year he joined he worked really hard on his stationary bike and he went biking but I didn't know how to ride a bike so I learned on my Walmart bike and we took um rounds around Easter Lake and that's how I got introduced to the outdoors I loved it and I wanted to give up so many times but I told myself no you can prove to your brother that you can do this just like he did so that's how I was introduced to the outdoors. That's awesome. Sibling competitiveness is always <laughs> is always great. I have a I have a younger brother, and yeah, like when we were kids, like I'm pretty sure we didn't like each other that much. Like we loved each other, but we we're always competing, and we didn't become like friends friends until we like we were both out of college. So yeah, sibling competitiveness it's a real thing for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what about you, Joe? Yeah, so I was introduced to the outdoors by the person I admired the most and always wanted to be like, and that was my grandfather. Um, he'd always take me fishing. We'd uh, I live in I, I grew up in central Iowa, uh, and he'd always take me up to uh, Minnesota, a little town called Waterville, and we'd go fishing for the weekend for bullheads. And back then, it was like. I think it was a hundred bullhead limit per person or total, something like that. And I could just remember getting up early in the morning, letting me get out there, go fishing with my grandfather and just talk about life and everything. And, and he was always so happy to be out in nature, um, you know, kind of go talk about wildflowers. He'd always grow his fruit trees and had the huge garden but learning to fish with my grandfather was my introduction to outdoors and 
a memory that I will carry with in my heart forever. Um, yeah, it, it was a special time. So that that's how I was introduced to outdoors. Oh, that's, that's great. Like I have very similar memories with my, it was my great grandmother. She introduced me to gardening and the outdoors and yeah, I, it's very similar. That kind of hit me right, right in the feels. Cause I have a very similar experience. Yeah. yeah it's just, <clears throat> just something about those mornings sitting, sitting on the lake, uh, fishing pole, uh, out there lying in the water, the sun coming over the horizon and just sitting there with my grandfather talking, knowing that, um, knowing that he just, he just, he loved me. He loved outdoors and he took time to spend with me. Um, yeah. it's, it, it's good. Outdoors is good in memories. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. a way to clear your, clear your head, open your heart and just, it, just make lifelong memories. Agreed. Yeah. That's what, that's a... go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to say that's, that's, that's why I like the dream team. Uh, we kind of, we incorporate the outdoors in just a lot of stuff that we do. And there's a lot of memories there. There are times where myself as a mentor, I, I've had a bad day at work. It's, they're just, you know, life is just getting in the way, but then I show up, I show up to our, um, home. It's the 501, um, 501. And I see Inez there smiling at me and my life outlook changes. I know I'm going to spend it with a quality young lady. I know I'm going to spend some time on a bike. I know I'm going to be outside and, being outside on a bike, doing some physical activity is good for your mental health. It's good for anxiety. It just releases a lot of pressure and it, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good about everything. And, and you realize that the stuff that you're worrying about, you don't really need to worry about it because <laughs> this is what life is all about. And that's, I know that wasn't part of the question, but that's no, that's why no, that's, I, that's why I love the Dream Team and and what it does and what it stands for and who we serve. Well, you kind of beat me to it, Jeff, because that's what I was going to say. Was <laughs> this is a perfect segue into you know what does the Dream Team mean to you and that mentorship component? Because it sounded like uh, you know your grandfather was a mentor very influential, you know, in, in your development and that you're given back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what we, we got, like I said, we got, we had 35 to 40 dedicated adults and they're all volunteer adults. So they're giving up their time with their activities that they may want to pursue. Uh, they're giving up some vacation time to do rag to do these campouts or whatever it might be, but they care about the youth and they care about biking and they want to combine the both. Uh, we all need good role models in our lives to talk to. Uh, we need a strong family around us to, uh, to help us get through difficult times. 
And that's what, that's what our mentors, um, that's what they do. So I want to make for sure your listeners know that uh, we're not a biking club. It, it, we may, like I said, we may use a bike, we're, but, but our, primary, our primary goal is helping youth. You uh, know, there's a smile in there. She's, she's, she's going to make me misty-eyed here <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. But um, we had a youth, um, like I said, they come to us with all sorts of different backgrounds and stories. And uh, we had one youth at um, 15 years old. And his, um, his dad called me and said, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, he wanted to have a birthday party. I'm going, okay, great. And, you know, it's a birthday party. I'm going, awesome. But what was amazing about that was in 15 years, he never thought he was worthy enough or he never meant enough to other people to have a birthday party. So he never asked for one. But through Dream Team and what we instill in the youth and the family around the family atmosphere around them, he realized, you know what? I can't have friends over. I am important enough to do that. So that that's just one story that um, touches me about what the mentors do and what we try to do for our youth is to help them believe in themselves. Yeah. They may not like us all the time when we're saying, hey, you can't walk up Sleepy Hollow Hill, get on your bike, let's keep riding. You're going to stop. All right, you can stop, get a breath, but then you got to pedal and it's going to be harder to get going. But at the end of the, end of the day, it's that friendship. It's, it's that lifelong companionship that uh, we're developing. That's what being a mentor with Dream Team is all about. Yeah, that that's that's amazing. And I can hear it in your voice, your passion for it and how it important is. And I would love to hear how it kind of it goes both ways because it kind of recharges your batteries too like like you said if you have a bad day at work you can go in and get that joy that happy out of it too so that's just really really great and love to hear that kind of thing some of our youth they just they struggle with stuff that no youth should have to struggle with and to give them to give them the freedom to be themselves, to be ever whoever they want to be with Dream Team, you know, and to know that hey, we tell them our season starts in March, so we onboard in February, but to tell them we're going to set a goal, and that is to ride Ragbri, and they kind of look at you like, what do you mean? I can't do that, but we didn't say we're going to set the goal, then we're going to work really hard. And we're going to help them dream big, saying, hey, we're going to have 2,000 miles underneath the saddle time time you get through then the ragbri. And then to see that progress through the season and just see the self-confidence, to see the smiles, to see the light in their eyes, to see the interaction from indoor training to then the ragbri and how everybody develops into this one great big giant happy family who really cares for each other uh, is pretty amazing and pretty special that you can only get through, yeah. through this program. So, so Jim I, green who, yeah. So Jim green, who started this program, he was a visionary. I, I don't, I don't know what he thought about when he started this, but he, 
he developed something special. He started something very special 26 years ago, 27 years ago. Yeah. So it's pretty amazing. So I have a question for Inez because we've heard about how this has changed you and how you've grown. With Inez, I don't know if I put myself in your shoes at 13 and then I was told, hey, you know, we're going to ride, you know, between 15, 1,000 and 1,500 miles in training and then we're going to go do RAGBRAI. You know, I'd be kind of overwhelmed thrown into a lot of new things, you know, a new group of people. You're not really sure. You said that you hadn't biked before, so you didn't know that. How did the how did the dream team do? What, you know, what sort of emotions did you feel whenever you came in and you heard this for the first time and you know you're standing there with a group of people and looking around going, "Okay, are we going to do this?" And then what did the dream team do for you uh to, you know, help you become successful to, you know, actually complete that ride? Well, when I walk into Dream Team for outdoor training, I'm always a little overwhelmed because you never know what to expect, like, ever. So I'm always like, okay, will I be able to do today? But then I know all the people around me and all the mentors are super helpful. So when I go up to them and I'm telling them how I feel, they'll let me know that everything's going to be okay and that everybody is with me no matter what's going to happen or no matter what I'm going through. So that helped me feel a little better about myself. And then I also had my siblings um, who also helped me and then all my friends. But before that, I didn't know anyone there. Um, so it was super scary. I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to make any friends. So I think we're just going to be quiet. But no, I actually ended up talking to a bunch of people. So now I have a bunch of friends there and I'm excited for next year. So. Yeah, that was that was a, another question I had. Like after doing one, are you are you want to come back for some more? <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, hopefully next year won't be less hilly and less hot. So it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know where Rag is going next year. So we don't know how we're going to train, but. I'm glad to hear Inez is coming back uh, next year. She is she's going to be a leader of the team because um, she's got the personality to uh, calm the new riders down and make them feel comfortable. And that smile like is very infectious. And she will she's got a bright future ahead of her as as a future young lady leader of some big something <laughs> so yeah we, we were talking about the the mentoring a lot so if someone out there that lives in the des moines area wants to become a mentor in dream team how would they go about that yeah uh they could uh look us up on um our website dreamteamdesmoines.org uh there is a volunteer uh button that they could um click on and fill out some information and then we would get in touch with them. Uh, they could send an email to info at dreamteamdesmoines.org. Follow us on Facebook at Dream Team Des Moines. Uh, we have a lot of postings going on there about activities and everything. If, if they like kids and they like to bike, we would love to talk to them about being a mentor on Dream Team. They can look us up at the fall ride. Bryce having a fall ride uh, September sixteenth, I believe, Saturday. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of our team there. 
And we're going to have a booth there talking about what Dream Team is. And if you're interested to be a mentor or even if you even if your son or daughter is interested in uh, joining the team as a youth rider, we're um, we're recruiting. We're recruiting for next year's team as well. So, yeah, we're excited about um, the upcoming ride, getting everybody back together. And, uh, Inez, are you signed up for the fall ride? I think so. If I'm oh, not, I'm perfect. definitely signing up. <laughs> nice. that's cool. So that's that's one thing, uh, Trev and Kyle, that started last year. Um, we developed these relationships, very solid relationships with the youth. Uh, it's a five-month program. But then once Ragbride is over, we have a little celebration banquet. And that was, that's been kind of it until – March of the following year. So we implemented some optional rides where we're kind of keeping the team connected. We're, we try to do two rides a month and uh, just kind of catch up on how school is going, what's happening. We invite the families along. So the families get a taste of some of the training rides and we just uh, continue the outdoor adventure. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different in the fall. You got the leaves turning. It's cool weather, and it, they're fun rides in the fall. With the youth, you had mentioned, you know that that folks can join the team, and you in early on, you had mentioned that it's a professional referral. Um, now, what about uh, you know? Are there any other requirements? Equipment, uh, you know, or just an attitude? you know, a can-do attitude, um, you know, to, to want to ride a bike for, you know, five months and then do a really, really, really long ride? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an awesome question. I'm glad you asked because I kind of failed to mention that. Uh, the new riders, they come to us. Um, we provide them with a bike. And uh, the equipment, the safety equipment, the clothing to enjoy the ride and to be safe. Then if they complete uh, training and they complete every single mile of Ragbri, they get to take that bike and all the safety equipment and everything home with them. It's theirs. They've earned that. So, yep. So that's just part of it. You know, has got her, uh, she earned her uh, bike and just like work, you work hard and you take care of it and you, you, you got a bike and then you get to bring it back next year. So youth, yeah, they just come to us and we make for sure they have all the stuff they need to have a successful season. Having a can-do attitude is, is a plus. Um, it's not always required. <laughs> there are times where we have youth that come to us that don't have that can-do attitude but uh, by the time uh, about May rolls around, they're starting to believe, you know what? I can do this. And that can-do attitude starts – or that can't attitude, attitude starts turn, turning into a I can do this attitude, and this is going to be fun. And, wow, I'm glad I stuck, stuck with it. So uh, that, that's always fun to see when someone does that. We had, we had one young gentleman – Oh, he uh, he just did not like riding his bike at all. And he was just upset all the time. And we have a Monroe ride. Uh, that's 
that's kind of our qualifying ride for Ride Rye, and it's it's a 65 mile round trip ride with uh, about 15 hills one way and 15 hills back the other way, and it's usually hot because it's in July, and he just didn't want to do it, and his bike ended up being thrown in the ditch a couple times, you know, and we're going, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> well, he got back to um, when uh, back to the Dream Team headquarters, our home base. Did just fine. Then it got to Ragbri and a light switched and realized, you know what, I can do that. He ended up riding all of Ragbri. Did four years of Dream Team. Turned in to be one of the best leaders that we've had come through that program since I've been part of dream team. And it was really neat to see how he matured and him and his mom, you know, they give credit to dream team on, on helping him change that attitude around. So there's just a lot of different stories like that, that uh, we can go into. So a can do attitude, isn't always necessary. We, we, we will train on that. We'll work on it. It, it just makes life a lot easier at the beginning if, if you have it. That's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah. But then you got somebody like Inez who's always got that candid attitude. And you know what? I'm just going, I'm going to ride every mile. I'm just going to be quiet. And she's kind of like a ninja out there. And she's kind of stealthy moving around on that bike and riding up all those hills and passing everyone. And she did it. Well, Trev, well, do you want to ask your favorite question? I was just about to ask if you had any <laughs> other questions before I get to my favorite questions. So we asked, I asked this of everybody. Um, and you can kind of take it as you will. It can be about Ragbri in within Ragbri or just life or whatever. Um, but I always ask, what is your biggest outdoor mistake? So I think last question I started with Inez. I'm going to go to Jeff this time. Wow, my biggest outdoor mistake. Um, I got two of them. Go for it. I think I'm, I think we'll start with, um, I grew up in the country and um, I had my uh, old Schwinn three-speed bicycle heavy and and I'd ride the bike a little bit on the gravel roads but that kind of turned me off from bicycling because I just I was not enjoying it so I actually went until about eight years ago nine years ago so I went about I, I guess I'm going to tell you my age now. I went about 40 <laughs> years, 40 years or so without really riding a bike, you know, and that was probably my biggest mistake because that in turn, as a father, I did not instill that love for biking into my children. So now they see me doing it and, uh, my grandkids are seeing me do it. So we got bikes for the grandkids. So I'm trying to make up for that mistake there for my, for my children. So yeah, my daughter sees me doing, doing a rag bri and uh, she's going, Holy smokes. If I ride a mile, I'm tired, let alone <laughs> 500 miles. So um, yeah, if I could go back and change something that, that would be it right there. So it is. What about you? This one was actually on Dream Team. So we had an outdoor training ride 
to Berwick and we used the sidewalks and like the crossing lights. So the crossing mm -hmm. light had a red hand and I thought that meant to stop. So I like pressed on my brakes and Jeff was behind me and he almost crashed into me because I stopped because I didn't know that we could look left and right and that if there were no cars and you could just go through. So I never knew that. So I almost made Jeff crash that day. But then he taught me. So now I don't do that anymore. Well, you learn. That's what it's that's what it's all about. Yeah. But it's better to be safe than sorry in crosswalks. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> Ask yes, me how is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I guess for my my the last and final question is, uh, is there something that we should be asking you that we haven't? So, yeah, I, that, that that's a great question. I think you could have asked a little bit. How would someone uh, go about trying to start another dream team program like this in their area? It was my wife that actually introduced me to dream team. And I, I think there's opportunities for bike clubs in in other areas to partner with uh, local youth organizations and to start introducing youth to the love of outdoors through biking. To do this program, it's all volunteer ran, but it does cost us a lot to, um, to fund this organization. So you could ask me, um, how would someone want to give to the dream team to support our mission? That's the question you should have asked me. Yeah. How do you no, guys fund good. the program? And it, it's 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 through donations of people um, all across the country. So I guess I'm going to tell a little story about that. We have um, there was this one gentleman that rode Ragbri. He rode Ragbri for 18, 19 years. Lived up in Minnesota, not even from the Des Moines area. Uh, he had a group of friends. And they always saw Dream Team on the road. And they're going, man, really like them. They're, they're really polite. They're calling out. They're safe. Um, they're having fun. And he passed away here a couple of years ago. And his friends contacted me. And they started a, a donation fund where they're helping purchase road bikes for some of our youth. So it's kind of cool the impact our youth has made on Ragbri Nation <laughs> and and how it has impacted their lives and and seen that. So um I just want to thank that that bunch of friends there. And I think uh Inez's brother uh Aaron is actually getting one of the road bikes for next year. So oh, he's awesome. pretty super, super pumped about that. He has been. He won't stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> the downfall of siblings. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I think it's about time to bring it home. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff, could you go over again, like the best way folks can reach out and follow what Dream Team's up to? What's going on? Yeah, they could follow us on um, our website, dreamteamdesmoines.org. We're on Instagram at dreamteamdesmoines. Uh, you can send us an email, info at dreamteamdesmoines.org. We're on Facebook. Look us up on Facebook. Like us, follow us, uh, promote us. Uh, we would appreciate that. 
we're Perfect. also on YouTube and LinkedIn and all the other uh, social medias. If you just start uh, looking for Dream Team Des Moines, you will get us. Cool. And I'll put all that in the show notes. So it'll be really easy for folks to click on it and go straight to the places they need to go. Awesome. But yeah, as far as the podcast, if people want to support us, the best way to do that is rate us five stars and write a review. Um, I think Spotify and Apple Podcasts are the places to do that nowadays. Um, the podcast Instagram is at Mere Mortal Pod. Uh, if you want to send us a note, our email is adventuringformeremortals at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Discord server if that's your thing. The invite link is in the show notes as well. Um, Kyle, as everyone knows, has no social media uh, presence whatsoever. So just keep waving at people that look like they could be named Kyle in Central PA or uh, otherwise. Um, and my Instagram is at Trevor Bowman, two L's, two N's. Um, Jeff and Inez, thank you so much for coming on. This is a great conversation. And yeah, I guess we'll see you. Uh, talk to everybody next month. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 